Hello, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Uh, fake English Accent, Christian Redshaw. Christian, how are you doing today? Uh, well, I hope it doesn't sound fake when I uh, when I do it. I'm trying to sound as authentic <laughs> as possible, considering I am British as well. Yes. I'm doing well. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I must say that your English accent is superior to mine. Mine always sounds Jamaican. So I want to hear that. I don't think so, man. But uh, <laughs> today we have a very, very special guest um, for all the way from the UK, actually, across the Atlantic to join us. His name is Lee Zandrowski. I hope I got that name right. Yes. Um, very excited to, to have him on today. From a company called Fordham. And what I'm excited about, aside from that, is it's going to be an in-person yes. guest yes. as I tap the table and make all of our editors and um, show crew this, this is almost two two years in the making where, we, where we're actually back to having a guest in studio. That's going to feel awkward, but uh, I think Lee should be up to the challenge. So uh, we will take a pause here and we'll bring Lee on board. Let's do that. Well, Christian, today's a big day. This is our first in-studio guest in literally forever. And he came all the way from the UK, no less. So. I can't <laughs> stand the road. I can hardly contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we're very happy, Lee. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Yeah, this is awesome. It is awesome. Welcome welcome here. Welcome to Canada. I'm going to get into the first question for you. Uh, you represent Fordham. I do. Tell us about tea. Fordham and how you, uh, like a bit, a bit about your own story as well. How did you get into this field of IT and cybersecurity? Absolutely. So um, so work for Fortum IT as technical specialists. So we are a value added um, reseller and uh, services supplier um, for many organizations out there. So we pride ourselves on being innovative and disruptive. And what does that mean? What is <laughs> disruptive? I don't know, it sounds provocative. It does sound. <laughs> Um, so, you know, we differentiate ourselves from, you know, not being prescriptive to our customers. So you'll get lots of organizations out there who will just specialize in one area and, you know, hang their hat with just one vendor, you know, and that's, yeah, for the organizations limited. we work with, you know, it, it provides a limited expertise, you know, and a limited breadth of the solutions that are out there. You know, there's so many on the market. The market's vast. You know, if you go to, um, you know, a supplier and you go, I want a laptop and they only offer you a Dell laptop, you know, what, you know, what, what are the other options out there? What are the alternatives? <laughs> and, um, you know, I work with our, our clients um, to make sure that we provide the best solution, the best fit solution. So we are vendor agnostic. And by that, I mean that we can choose the best fit solution from any of our vendors. Not the ones with. you make the most money no, on necessarily. No, we're not led by money, led by products. We're led solely by solutions. And that's the differentiating factor. Cool, and I'm not gonna let you away with not answering my other question. How did you get involved <laughs> with uh, Fordham and what's your backstory? So previously, so I've got about 18 years in um, solutions architecture. So, you know, what does that mean? <laughs> Basically <laughs> 18 years in IT, you know, I've been working with lots of different organizations on designing their tech, you know, making recommendations, um, you know, nose to the grindstone which is a uk term is that oh yeah no, that it, it translates yeah. here yeah <laughs> i did a sticky plastic no. the other day and no one understood what that meant <laughs> but um you know very much at the forefront you know i've been there i've uh, 
been installing servers and previously in my background, you know, storage and virtualization, loads of different technologies. So, um, and how I got into Fortum, you know, I wanted to work with a, an organization that, you know, were led by values, um, you know, not led by products. And, um, you know, I very much felt that Fortum, you know, fit that bill. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very proud to work with them. So I'm going to just drill down on Fordham and you're talking about how you serve your clients. Uh, who are most of your clients? What kind of industry? So do they we represent? cover pretty much um, most verticals and sectors. You know, we, we have a, a big presence in legal, education um, sector, manufacturing customers, you know, anything from 10 users up to, you know, 10, 20,000 users and, and beyond. You know, we, we span across all of it. And that gives us the ability to, you know, make sure that we can um, give the best guidance to that sector. You know, we've, we've got such a wide plethora of experience that covers all of those different areas. Um, and it's all about sharing in this industry. You know, IT tech is moving at such a fast pace. Um, the way that we engage is, is, is very much led by that solutions part, but also on a roadmap, a journey, you know, something we can co-create with our customers. Love that. Love that. I want to drill down into that a little bit more later. And in terms of size, um, are you talking about, you know, 200 plus people? Like what's the size range of how many employees uh, are in a typical client for you guys? So typical clients, you know, uh, 200, 300 users, you know, is, is a good area for us, but we do span, we've got smaller organizations that that come to us just for tactical expertise, you know, they call on us when they need to, you know, um, other organizations, we're managing their infrastructure, we're monitoring it. Um, you know, they call on us when they need us. That's cool. I can see Dominic sitting there with a question. He's worried. So I was watching it go back and forth here. No, the, uh, the, the one question I really wanted to ask you, Lee, was, I mean, uh, being at this lo as long as you've been at it, and especially through the context of Fordham, how has security evolved, um, like in terms of importance and, and seeing organizations? Are they asking for it more often now? I think there's, you know, there's, there is a misconception of security as, you know, a firewall. Security is, you know, a, an endpoint or an antivirus. You know, everyone's heard of these buzzwords and terms, you know, for, you, for, you, for your non-tech savvy guys, you know, they think they put a firewall in the environment, we're protected. We're done. You know, IT is handling forget. that. Their IT guy or Absolutely. IT managed service provider, they've got that covered, right? Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, the, the industry previously, 17, 18, maybe 20 years ago, that was good enough. For, for now, you know, the, the, the times have changed, you know, businesses are being targeted left, right and center. You know, you only have to look in the news to see another organization has been compromised. And I think there's, you know, the, the reliance on security, you know, the hardening of security. We can't take this serious enough. You know, this is a make or break for businesses out there. Truly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a really really salient point, you know. And uh, um, you know, I think that's that's maybe dovetailing to the next part where you know I think we're gonna have some interesting conversations mm -hmm. lined up. Where I think that's Lee, true. Lee is going to be a special co-host. We've never He's had a co-host. <laughs> yeah. We're going to bust into a series Absolutely. to uh, you know you can introduce us to these companies, some of your some of your favorites. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, I very much, you know, work with our organizations out there, customers from that, you know, business solutions, business challenges. What are the business challenges out there? Um, you know, we're going to be joined um, by some some really good um, solutions out there. One of them being uh, a legacy application um, challenge. So uh, by AppCure, uh, which we'll be talking about a bit, you know, around how we future proof applications. You know, how do we secure them? 
You know, what, what do we do? What are the challenges out there for the organizations around moving to the latest operating systems? Mm-hmm. Um, Secur- one, security HQ. Security is HQ another is another solution as well that we work with. So this is all around, um, you know, managed detection response. Uh, uh, for, for those who don't know what that means, it's all around not just installing a product out there that's security that, that can, you know, send you 50,000 emails a day and you got to trawl through your mailbox and scroll up and down. You know, this is all around being proactive with cybersecurity, right? Um, and then they, you know, they, they cover so many different areas. It's all, you know, this is a journey. This is very much a journey and it's monitoring your environment in 24-7 to make sure you're protected. Which will give you peace of mind as Absolutely. a business leader that somebody's watching Absolutely. while you're sleeping. Absolutely. Three o'clock in the morning, who's going to be watching over your environment? You know, who's going to be keeping an eye, eye on the glass and making sure that, you know, the bad guys are not getting into your environment and you wake up in the morning, you, you know, you no longer have your business anymore. You know, it can be that, that scary, that real. Cool. And then we have another one that relates to vulner- managing your vulnerabilities. Absolutely. So, you know, organizations out there that, um, you know, typically run a, a pen test once every six months, you know, we're, we're going to be bringing and talking about solutions out there that can be far more proactive and, and reduce the amount of cost in terms of vulnerability scanning for your organization. So this is a, a product called AppCheck, uh, which is a solution that overcomes that challenge of expensive pen testing. It can really complement I think anytime you bring cost savings, the, the, the business leader's ears perk up. It's Absolutely. like, how can you save me some money? Absolutely. Any CFOs Sorry. that are dialed in will be listening now. Cost is cost is you know cost is 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 a huge factor with when we're talking about IT you know expenditure, cost control post COVID lots of businesses are out there um, been challenged you know in reining in budgets and they are tight you know um, but working with us you know we make the best recommendations and making sure you get the best use of your IT investment to date. You know, it's not just about selling another product. This is about making sure we've correctly configured it, we're managing it, we're maintaining it, and providing some really good advice to our customers. Yeah, I love that customer-centric mindset. That's just very rare in the in the IT and VAR uh, space right now. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, agreed. So let's talk maybe about some myths around IT and cybersecurity. Well, I think let's start there. So uh, a lot of people like think that that IT handle cybersecurity, they relate, right? IT should be doing what they're doing securely, but how would you differentiate between those two areas of specialty? Yeah, I mean, cybersecurity is, is an ex, you know, there is a certain element that um, IT should be driving cybersecurity. You know, they're, they're the, but I think there's a there's disconnect between business strategy and what IT are doing. You know, IT, I think they're buying another product, they're solving an issue, you know, you're getting a, a nice um, aesthetically pleasing product out there that's something nice and shiny for the tech, you know, tech yeah. team in IT. But what are the business doing, you know, to protect IT? What are the business doing in making sure that they have the correct budget aligned, you know? Um, and, it's, you know, it's a great point, you know, I think... Organizations make these ad hoc expenditure, you know, these big capital purchases in, you know, some some products out there that maybe are not giving them the best value for money. Um, so, which is, you know, really important that we plan these investments, you know, IT and security. Security seems to be, for most organizations out there, very reactive. You know, you're responding to a cyber threat. You're responding because you've, 
uh, been encrypted across the board. You know, in, in customers out there don't have their business operating. To you know, how, what do they do? They have what to night phone. They have to call their insurance company. Yeah. The cyber insurance. You're getting out the checkbook. You know, costs go up. Costs stress go up. goes up. Yeah, reputation gets on the line potentially right. your business is going to get shut down absolutely uh, for extended periods of but time. it's also beyond that as well so you know companies out there who've recovered from ransomware you know typically you know burnt once you know that potentially you know and then some maybe sort of, sometimes not always not always <laughs> <You> don't <laughs> learn at that stage i've had organizations out there that i mean the customers that worked with us um they come to us and said we've never had a cyber threat in 20 years you know yeah. why do we need to why go now? and buy a managed detection response system right you know I, I, you know, why do we need to go and spend this money? We'd rather go and, you know, decor decorate the cafeteria and yeah. you know, get a new coffee machine. That's <laughs> Make 000, everybody happy. 10,000 Canadian, yeah. you know, you know, I think, you know, we need to educate, we need to educate and, and co-create a strategy that's right for the business. You know, budgets are set, you know, but they also do need to be aligned with business growth. You know, what are we protecting? The crown jewels. Yeah, and I'm going to ask you a forward slash question here. It's two two questions together. Uh, we're thinking about why does cybersecurity matter for the business? And thinking about small, medium-sized organizations that might be thinking to themselves exactly what you're laying out there. We haven't been hit for the last 20 years, so why, why the heck would we invest now? Forward slash, we are uh, too small of a target. We're not on their radar. What would you say to somebody with that mindset? So, I mean, it's so easy now to to, to sit complacent, you know, to to sit back. Um, organizations that don't think they're a target, you know, they're, they're, they're living in a dream world. You know, this is not no longer an attack from, you know, some complex uh, government. This is attacks that you can simulate you know, and buy with, you know, a 50 pound uh, investment, you know, this is the minimal um, investment to actually attack a business. Yeah, um, your, your particular small company, medium sized company is not being attacked by the North Korean government, right? No, no, you can That's buy, you know, ransomware, you can buy a cyber yeah. attack as a service. No, you know, you can go, you don't have to go, you know, reach far and wide, you can go on the dark net, you can go and buy, um, a service you can subscribe to this like you do to your Netflix, yeah, you yeah. know, and you can you can run this out and roll. Uh, compromise an environment. You could, could be your uh, small organization around the corner. You just you're disgruntled, or you're trying to make you know the cash value for this. Mm -hmm. You know, you can turn this into a, a massive you know cash making. Um, you know, organization. The, the bar is really low yeah. to be a cyber criminal. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not to Absolutely. mention insider uh, threats, accidental and, and, malicious, and malicious, right? Yeah. Accidental threats, misconfiguration. You know, I've worked with organizations who have just, in you know, bought a new product. They've stuck it in their environment, didn't realize that, you know, it was compromised. Mm -hmm. Didn't know, didn't do their homework, <laughs> you know. They left the ports wide open to their to their firewall or to this new service. They just it's so easy now. You know, you have to be proactive rather than reactive. No one wants to be the person that is next in the news. 
you know, their business is on the floor. No, you know, this is this is make or break reputation. I, I've hogged uh, all the questions here, Dom. I apologize about that. Sometimes no, I that's, get excited. That's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, this is one of the episodes where I've enjoyed just sitting back and enjoying this conversation. Um, I think we're, we only have another minute or two, but um, yeah, I think this, the, the series that we have coming up is going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, it's going to be really interesting to, to have these conversations and um, you know bring that to our listeners and to our viewers to really like to, to Lee's point there. I mean, this this is something where you need to be proactive, right? Long, long gone are the days where we could just sit back and say, well, you know, like we're a small company. We don't need to worry about that. So I think it's going to be a really, really engaging conversation. I do have one more question before uh, for you before we do wrap things up. Um, in terms of, you know, uh, forward thinking, you know, in terms of, you know, where we are right now and let's say where we're going to be five years from now, for the organizations, let's, let's just say small and mid-sized organizations, those that invest in cybersecurity now, compared to those that don't invest in it. What's that contrast going to look like five years from now? I think the, the stark reality is that those ones that don't invest in cybersecurity now, I, I don't think they're going to be around for too long. You know, it, it can be that simple. You know, the ones that do invest um, uh, definitely stand a better chance in, in, in survival. You know, it is a survival game now. You know, they've... Everyone's been hit so hard with COVID. No one wants uh, their reputation to be dragged through the mud. Yeah, you know, they don't want to be next in the news. They don't want to uh, be paying, uh, you know, outlaying a ransomware um, payout in Bitcoin. You know, <laughs> no, who, who, who wants to be doing that? You know, the cash is tight. Um, and I think it's plain and simple. Invest now, have a proper plan. You know, don't, don't spend the money unwisely really be tactical about it and just you know adhere to some basic principles you know yeah and i think a good example of that is uh mergers and acquisitions if you're acquiring another company or considering it uh don't leave cybersecurity out of that conversation because you know you're buying their vulnerabilities you're looking you're buying their information Absolutely. information systems you know it's an asset that could be worth nothing at the end of the day, if they're, if they're uh, in the midst of a significant cyber attack and, and aren't aware of it, right? Yeah. Have a proper strategy of tackling cyber. Have a proper strategy onboarding those new acquisitions. You know, make sure that they are compliant. Make sure that those products that that company have are compliant with what the strategy you've laid out. You know, and that goes across the board. It doesn't matter if you have 10 users, 50,000 users. Absolutely. Wise words from a wise man who flew across <laughs> the Atlantic to be on this podcast. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, Lee, thank you so much for coming thank on the you, show. Lee. We really appreciate Excellent. it. So good to have you. Awesome. Chris and I will be right back to wrap up today's episode. Well, that was a bloody brilliant episode. I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of that. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to having these guests, these surprise guests on talking about managing vulnerabilities, talking about 24-7 uh, uh, security uh, vigilance uh, over your networks uh, and your IT infrastructure so you can sleep well at night and have peace of mind. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking about upgrading what they call legacy applications uh, and bringing everything up to date. So clients, customers, 
um, can stay in business. Absolutely. I think it's be cool to be uh, having almost like a UK month, I guess. All, all our guests will be based out in the UK. So there's gonna, a theme. There is a, there is a theme. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. And many thanks to Lee and, and Fordham for, for uh, kicking off that series with us today. So um, for and as well for all you loyal listeners and viewers, thank you as always for joining us each and every week. Uh, for previous episodes or previous uh, podcast episodes, please do check out your favorite podcasting platform or the Cybersecurity Matters YouTube page. But until next time, be well, be safe, and we'll catch you again on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Mm-hmm.